Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back on the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. Today, we want to discuss a topic that we recently released an article about on ErectionIQ.com, which serves as the resource hub with this podcast. So this article was about chronic masturbation. It was an article, it was a subject that seemed to be doing some research. A lot of people wanted some more information on. And so Mark, as a sex therapist, who is also a very strong writer, penned his thoughts on this issue for our readers. And of course, I will link to that article in the description of today's podcast. So Mark, we'd like to obviously inform listeners um, of our podcast to this article and encourage them to go read it. So Mark, uh, before we discuss the chronic masturbation topic, I want to just get your thoughts um, on the overall article writing process. As a certified sex therapist, you obviously work with individuals one-on-one to discuss these issues of psychogenic ED and mental health issues. So what goes into the process of writing one of these articles? Do you rely on your experience as a therapist? Is this studies that you cite? How does this work? Let me talk first and foremost about the... um writing process as I go through it. I think more often it's about what I don't write than what I do write. These are really large, broad topics. There's a lot of literature out there. I try to be as careful as I can about what I include and what I don't include because there is so much confusion out there. And um, even in my research, um, trying to get to the bottom um, of what is accurate um, can be challenging. It can be very, very difficult because studies are designed differently. Uh, information goes in all sorts of different directions. So I try to be careful about what is included because the goal when I write is about uh, being clear and concise. Um, and the objective of this podcast and the articles is really uh, to be helpful, um, mm. to help people be able to um, make improvements with sexual function to um, focus on the pieces that are going to help them get from point A to point B. In terms of uh, the research that I do and that I incorporate into the articles, so it is a combination of um, available research. The available research combined um, with clinical experience, um, the topics that I write about are uh, topics that um, I deal with. Um, yeah. So I uh, not only see the data and see the research, um, I also um, can share um, or lean on um, how I see those clinical applications. Sometimes there's excellent data out there that I, um, and maybe it's just my uh, inability to translate that as a clinician, um, but I, I don't see it as relevant in a clinical setting in terms of it helping people get from point A to point B. So accuracy is not necessarily efficacy um, when it comes to how to help people get from point A to point B. So I kind of lean on accurate information that I have seen to be effective or helpful 
um, when I'm creating these articles. Yeah, the article writing process on ErectionIQ.com where we go more into depth through the written word about a lot of the topics that you'll hear discussed on this podcast. So I highly encourage people to check that out. And of course, today we're discussing the article that just came out on chronic masturbation. So first of all, what does chronic mean? Uh, so chronic is a it's a generic word. Um, I think it means anything that that um, is happening on an ongoing basis. Okay. So what other mental issues are described as chronic? Well, many many mental issues can be chronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, many medical issues can be chronic. So uh, people can have chronic symptoms of depression, chronic symptoms of anxiety, and the flip side is people can have. Uh, intermittent symptoms, uh, seasonal affective disorder, as an example. Mm. Some, many people experience symptoms of depression during the winter months um, that seem to um, you know, mitigate or abate during um, summer months. Um, some people have a chronic depression where okay. day in and day out, they're just in a state of depression. So we saw, based on some research that I was doing, that a lot of people were Google searching chronic masturbation quote-unquote chronic masturbation. So that's why we wanted to have an article about it and today a podcast about it. So what is chronic masturbation and is it a myth? I really do not like uh, the terminology of chronic masturbation. Um, To my knowledge, there is no specific definition called chronic masturbation because masturbation is not a condition. It's not a diagnosis. Mm. Um, So let's talk about a few issues when it comes to masturbation, and we can try to make a little bit more sense of this word uh, chronic. In general, when we're talking about anything on the mental health or uh, sexual impulsivity uh, conversation, we are looking at interference to a person's life. We want to understand, um, does this behavior interfere with their um, employment, their education, their ability uh, to maintain relationships? Um, is somebody planning around masturbation? Um, these are some of the things we want to first understand um, to get a sense of is masturbation even uh, something that somebody should be addressing in their life or um, is this normal behavior um, that everybody falls on um, you know, different points on the scale in terms of uh, how much sexual um, activity they want, mm. um, at what frequency, and if it is not causing any personal distress or any interpersonal distress, um, then we wouldn't view it as a condition. Now, there is a, another possibility um, of what might be happening that I think some people may call it chronic, um, but that may be something more along the impulsive or compulsive line of masturbation. So impulsive um, masturbation uh, would mean that somebody feels like they are overly susceptible to stimuli and um, they are masturbating at a frequency that once again, it probably is interfering with their ability to maintain a job or their ability to engage in social relationships. They're planning around it. The flip side would be compulsive masturbation, which is uh, not necessarily that something exciting or stimulus um, is what triggers it, but Um, They're potentially using masturbation as a way to regulate feelings of anxiety or depression. And as those feelings persist, they feel compelled or they feel the need to masturbate in order to 
um, distract from or decrease those symptoms. So those could be problematic behaviors that are uh, masking an underlying mental health condition. All that being said, um, the word chronic is still a very challenging word to apply to masturbation. Yeah, and too much masturbation might go hand-in-hand with someone thinking there's too much pornography in their life. Is there a link between porn and erectile dysfunction in your professional opinion? So this is a very, very broad topic and one that I think we've covered at certain points on this podcast. I've had various experts you know, present their opinions about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. My, my approach is that anything is possible. So I don't like to say that it's not possible that there's a link. Um, I certainly I believe that anything we consume or anything we view um, has some impact on our brains. Oftentimes, it's negligible. Oftentimes, um, you know, pornography viewing, I don't think, accounts for uh, sexual dysfunction. Um, but I think it's a little bit much to say that, that it is Im- it's impossible that that is leading at least to situational erectile dysfunction for everybody. Um, I think also what, what the other link that's being drawn here in this question is um, that many people utilize porn to masturbate mm. and many people who view porn are masturbating with it. Um, so there certainly would be a um, mix okay. in terms of um, where people might choose to point blame yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's masturbation or whether it's pornography okay. i think the other question that you're going to be curious here is that does chronic masturbation or does too much masturbation lead to erectile dysfunction mm-hmm. and that that is a again it's a complex question so what i do think some people may experience is specific forms of masturbation um, can lead to an acclimation to certain types of stimulation. Um, so mm-hmm. people masturbate in all sorts of ways, and uh, there is a direct link between, um, you know, most often people are masturbating with a hand. There's a direct link between a person's brain, a person's hand, and a person's penis. And um, that connection between those three allows for a very specific and accurate pinpointed type of stimulation that does become challenging over time Mm -hmm. to replicate in a partnered setting. So I think that some people find that if they have developed a, called a pronounced relationship with masturbation, Mm. sometimes that can create challenges with partnered sexual activity. Um, But generally speaking, the idea that masturbation would lead to erectile dysfunction across the board um, I, I think that link has not been um, well established to my knowledge. Mark, do you have any other final thoughts on the article writing process or chronic masturbation? So for the article writing process, I would say that if there are men out there that want us to address specific topics, they should definitely reach out. Let us know. We try to be thoughtful and helpful, and uh, we try to do the work to sort through uh, the available data. Correct. Um, so you know, certainly they should uh, reach out to us. Um, there is an email inbox at ErectionIQ on the website, ErectionIQ.com. Of course, we have a contact us link, so you just send a message there. Um, yeah, and in terms of masturbation and erectile dysfunction, generally speaking, um, you know, masturbation is considered a healthy activity, parenthetically, um, if there are people out there that you know choose to not masturbate. Um, I think that is likewise healthy. Um, neither should lead 
to um, erection issues per se. Yeah. Um, if people find that they are masturbating, you know, 10 times a day and it's occupying, they likely have something else going on that is worthwhile addressing, um, whether that is an underlying anxiety or compulsion or something impulsive. Um, but again, masturbation at a, at a, you know, average healthy rate of, you know, one or two times a day for some men, um, should not lead to, um, erectile dysfunction. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.